Um, and I mean, I, I mean this with all respect, and it's not trying to be rude. I like it when you text us. Um, oh, you can head over at five. Right? Like, you know, by, yeah. by five? No, no, no. But I like it because I wanted to text back because that's when mom and dad are gonna be done fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with... The Godfather, Beto Esparza. And... The Total Package, Joe Ramirez. And we're back this week for our regular special episode of Third Party Controller. Yay. But we have one very, very important thing. Joe? Hmm? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What you doing, fool? I'm chilling, fool. Where you at, fool? I'm a bad, fool. Sad, 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 fool. I like it. Yeah, like, yeah multiplayer is good. good. Yeah, it's fun. I still haven't done Warzone. I've, I'm too scared to try it right now. Which so, one's what's Warzone again? Warzone is like the um, it's it's kind of like their MOBA vert. Like it's like the mass or the what is it the online battle arena thing. They it's it seems like that. It's like you got two teams. Is that like there's, a, in, there's a Quake? Is that a MOBA? I don't know. No, that was that was that was. That's just Quake arena. Yeah, yeah. But there's two teams and you're like um you're. Um. You have objectives, mm-hmm. and then there's like a like there's a the computer controls like a third squad, like I guess like enemy AI. Yeah, and you gain points for doing objectives, killing the you know your your opponents, but also the the, the computer enemy and like bosses will drop, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it just it's a lot of stuff, and I know that's where the the bulk of like the whole wreck um, system that they have. Like a lot of those cards are used in that. I haven't done it yet. It's still kind of confusing to me. But yeah, just standard arena. I, that's what they're calling multiplayer, like normal Slayer and all that. Um, I played some of that, and it was fun. The, the maps I played on were were cool. I enjoyed them. I was just playing small matches, but um, wasn't getting completely murdered. So it was kind of fun. <laughs> Get some kills here and there. I mm-hmm. uh, played that. I uh, played some... Uh, after playing Mortal Kombat, or not, after playing Street Fighter, uh, I kind of got in there to play some other fighting games, so I played a little bit of Mortal Kombat, and I played some Killer Instinct, had fun, had fun doing that. That was cool. Um, I'll see, we'll talk more about that later on. But, Street Fighter? Yeah, and then yeah, the whole yeah. while, like, just playing the, the fighting games in general, but one thing that is starting to really bother me playing uh, the fighting games, like, especially Killer Instinct, is, god damn it, I need a fucking fight stick for that. <laughs> for the, it is, yeah, it's getting really frustrating trying... It's. I was telling. I was playing um, Scott in Killer Instinct, and I was mm-hmm. was getting. We were playing, and it was. I was it was getting really frustrating while I was playing him. Yeah. Playing Killer Instinct with the Xbox controller, and I was like, Jesus! It just. Mm. It, it, it's hard for me to get into the game yeah, without yeah. a stick. I, I was gonna say, um, because <clears throat> there's, I never played. Uh, I remember playing uh, King of, not King of Fighters, uh, Killer Instinct. On like Super Nintendo, I don't think I ever played in an arcade. And there's there's some games like me. I got used to Dead or Alive, 
on a control pad. Mm-hmm. Like I can't really wrap my head well, around. That, I mean, that's that's more made for like a. a, a it's a controller, three right? Yeah, it's it's not as hard. Well, that, that's, mean, a, that's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. some people need to have a stick with it. I just need oh, really? a, a, a like I guess so. Yeah, because I remember you see people. I have, we, yeah, I remember you and I would play that. I never bought any, but I remember I'd go to your house. Yeah, and, play that. and it and felt always, better as a controller. It felt, yeah, it felt comfortable with the for me. Um, <clears throat> but I remember even Soul Calibur. I was used to playing it um, yeah. with a controller, uh-huh. but. I could play with it on a stick. Yeah. So, just with the time I played on the Xbox uh, of Killer Instinct, mm-hmm. I don't think it would feel any better with a stick. But then again, I don't know because I've never tried it. It, it might. But like, For, have you played it before with a stick, Killer Instinct, the new one? Um, well, I believe it or not, I played a lot of the original Killer Instinct in the arcade because that's the only where you had it, and I played a shitload of Killer Instinct. So I. As a kid, even I was playing it with the stick. When does it, I got does it, for it do the quarter circle stuff? Yeah. Or, okay. Oh yeah, right. it does all that. Like um, the I just fucking smash down, <laughs> down, stick. I don't forward, care. down, down, forwards, all that. Yeah, it's, okay. it's got all those and chargers, right. charges, and um. But I played a lot on the uh, like uh, the original one in the arcade, the Super Nintendo one. You know, as a kid, you didn't. It just you really didn't care. You just you, you you whatever you had, you played with. So it didn't. You know, as a kid, it didn't really register when I would play on Super Nintendo, but. Once I got used to like you know around the Street Fighter era, once we started playing like Ultra or just Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. and you know we all got fight sticks, and you just got used to that. I just made me like that kind of game. It's a six button, um, uh, I call them six button fighters, you know, um, and it's it's not the same kind of game as as, um, as Street Fighter, but I mean in general, like a lot of the stuff is kind of similar. So for me, I would just as I was playing it, the fact that like when you play it on the on a controller. Your art, your triggers, the, both your R's are your, are your, uh, your, your high, uh, your strongest attacks are on top. It just mm. feels weird when you're trying to link combos, yeah. and it doesn't <clears throat> feel natural. And then like with certain, um, to do like your specials or like they're called shadow moves, you have to hit two buttons at the same, you know, like punches or kicks at the same time on a controller. That's one thing we're right off the bat. It's like fuck that. I didn't. Yeah. Like it. it felt weird with the the xbox controller and just i don't know if it's i mean i think the spacing is the same as the ps controller but it just felt i was like i'm, I'm not yeah. liking it at all i wish that d-pad was better the d-pad's still shit on the xbox one yeah. to me and i, I hate like the playing. click does yours click weird and feel weird like to me oh, i just right yeah um, nah, i don't know like i think because I, I got that halo edition controller and i've just really noticed that when i go left or right it sounds it's like an irritating like you know if like weird. you scratch something and it makes a noise and you're like Ugh, i don't know uh, um, but yeah, it made me like, and then we played Mortal Kombat, which I don't need a <laughs> stick yeah, for. So I was like, yeah. I got my ass kicked. He beat me up. Right? It was, <laughs> Scott's it was, like, yeah, like I was doing, I was winning most of the matches in um, Killer Instinct. Then I was like, no, let's switch over to, to Mortal Kombat. So then they whooped me. But um, yeah, like with Mortal Kombat, that's like what we talked about before. I don't need a, I don't need a fight stick for that. And in mm-hmm. fact, I, I, it feels weird, especially with the block button, because I just don't know a good place to put it on a stick yeah. where it normally is in the middle. So like with Mortal Kombat, I can play with a controller no problem. But <clears throat> um, play that. Uh, pretty much all the gaming I I did this week. Um, read a lot of read some stuff this week. I read some comics. What did you read? Some graphic novels. Deadly Class. Your recommendation. It was yeah. really really good. The I'm first glad you two liked volumes. It. Um, really liked it. The whole idea of a, a high school. Where this kid goes to high school and the high school for assassins. Yeah. You know, In the eighties. Like, yeah. And yeah. it was just yeah. And that the time period was great. <clears> I love that. And uh, all the characters were really cool, man. Like they were all distinct, you know. I, and I know, yeah. And then yeah. like each one has like they have that little group that they're kind of like their friends in yeah. secret. But you can see how like going forward, how that shit's gonna get 
going to be tested and like yeah. it, it was it was really good i liked it and then uh ringside that's another one you yeah, yeah. For us, that's cool a lot of insider terms it was not like too like throwing wrestling insider terms just for the hell of it it actually made sense and it's got a really interesting story i don't know if i w- it's definitely something i would read month to month like i would wait for like a trade trade paperbacks like yeah. to continue reading um but i dug it like the very first issue was really really good yeah and then the, the follow-ups they're okay but uh it just i was like eh, well, i'd rather i can wait on this to before i yeah. read anymore um and then i read batman endgame that's cool how'd you feel about that one it's good it's good uh like we had talked about a little a few minutes ago saying I, I didn't care i should have probably just gotten the trade paperback with just the main issues um from batman of that oh. storyline instead of the one with the expanded all the tie-ins mm-hmm. um one tie-in's really good the batman i think it's annual three or i think mm-hmm. that's it's called um it's got a really really cool uh story like a joker story that's pretty interesting and not, i don't think i've ever seen one like that before yeah that was really well done but some of the um <clears throat> tie-in stuff was kind of tedious and kind of made me one just like just yeah. like skip forward and get to the main part that's why I don't like those books with the tie-ins because sometimes some of them are written really well Yeah, some of them are written really it's bad always a and then bag. it's confusing because then you go wait so you were there but then in the main the one you're here off, yeah. how would you have been able to make comic books it's a <laughs> it, is, it is though but <clears throat> one thing that's cool <clears throat> it is fun to see the ver- the differences in each mm. writer and artist take on the character yeah. that's yeah. one thing that I always and I'm not I don't really do tie-ins so that was one thing that was cool about this book just getting to see everyone else's interpretations and kind of how they draw and do stuff with him and I was it was cool mm-hmm. I mean um, overall I really enjoyed you know it was, it was a good book and um, I definitely have some other titles in mind that I want to read coming up but um, we'll talk about those one when once I get to them and uh, that's pretty much it I saw saw a movie today what'd you watch the witch the witch mm-hmm. the, i've not heard of it uh, it just came out it was like a. it's it's like a basic like an old like i don't know what time period it is 1800s is it early 19 no it's gonna be like 1800s like it's set in new england and it's like a oh okay now i know what you're like talking that, yeah. about i've barely started seeing commercials for it yeah and I think the only the main actor for it, I just remember him from the UK office. And then he was in, in that, like a couple episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. I forget the actor's name. It's the main. I think I think that's the dad. Like yeah, the, that's the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Like this. He looked familiar, but I didn't know what he was from when I was watching the movie. Um, it's it was. And I can see some people thinking that it was boring as hell, and it's got a lot of like that time the the lang- like the the language like the the English being used is from that era. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know some of it. I was like I don't know. Or what is he trying to say? I don't know. Yeah. But it it uh, is definitely really uh, like it builds towards the finale. Ah, some people aren't gonna like the finale, uh, but I mean, for me, it was okay. There was one one guy in the theater I was into went to sleep. I could hear him snoring. <laughs> so I saw it was not for him. And I mean, I get it because even I didn't really go in knowing what it, I just knew it was like the witch, and I was like, oh, it's good. I heard it's good, and I know it was like a time it was set in a, in an older time period. But I was like, all right, let's go watch it. And at first, I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, it, it builds, it, it's not really a, there's no jump scares. It's not that kind of movie. Uh, yeah. But it just builds this, like, Builds the tension? Of, yeah, and dread, and then just, and then you get to the ending, and it's just like, oh, okay. But like, the during the Salem Witch Trial stuff? I, I kind of want to say it is, but it really didn't involve that. 
Like, he, oh. he, it's weird. Like, the family, in the beginning of the movie, the family gets kicked out of the, the township they're in because of their differing beliefs. But they're all, they're like, yeah, we believe in God. And it's, it's hard. They don't really go into that backstory. It just kind of puts them into there. But, I mean, yeah. The Satanic Society of America approved of this movie. They liked it. It ends really jacked up. Like I was like, and then I had to read about like what the ending was really like. Well, I kind of, kind of figured what the ending was, but like when you actually read it more, like I read like a Wikipedia thing, and then I read something else like what the ending really was. I was like, oh, 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 fuck, okay. <laughs> so it was funny that I read that. I was like, yeah. well, there was like meaning to the end. Or what? I thought it was a meaning. I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't know. Spoiler. No one's gonna really see it, but I'm not. Yeah, I just. Yeah. No just, one's gonna really see it. They probably are. It's just yeah, like yeah. That no, 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 I know. But, uh, yeah, that, that was it for me, guys. That's. Bye, Hold on. Wait for it. So cool. I had a boring week. Uh, I was kind of sick this week. I wasn't really doing much. I um. Play Street Fighter. We'll talk about that later. But um. I've been working out a little bit. I I did I, I did leg workouts the other day. Were really light. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, it's Sunday now. I'm still sore. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. Um, I did my leg day today, so I'm I'm pretty sore. I'm pretty tired. Um, yeah, it's a shitty week. Uh, last week, on the way home, <laughs> I uh, I was driving and I I. I hit. A, I thought I hit a box on the way, or or something, on the way to work. I'm on the way to work on the way home from recording here at two thirty in the morning. No, three thirty. Yeah, three thirty. Yeah, we got out here at three, and we're on the road at three thirty. So I was on the freeway, and then um, I thought I saw like a box, and it, I just heard a crunch. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Like I, I just kept going because I'm not gonna like swerve to fucking kill myself, you know. Yeah. So I I hit it, and then uh, like five minutes after. I get a call from Jesse. He's like, "Hey, I hit a raccoon," and I was like, "Holy shit! I hit! I must have hit that same raccoon because I felt the crunch." He's like, "I, I thought it was Jesse's. Like, I thought it was a tumbleweed." He's like, "I thought it was yeah. a box because it's like it was like a light brown color, but it was it was Those bones cracking." Yeah, it, it shifted my car. Like, I felt my car shift like to side to side, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And then he called me, telling me that it was a raccoon. He's like, "Holy shit! I hit that same raccoon." And I was, I was telling him, was it on this on this lane? I was like, yeah, it was by the there's a chili, chili factory. factory, yeah. So I, I hit it. I was like, then I just started thinking, I was like, oh shit, that's what that was. It was a fucking raccoon. <laughs> and I just I just started remembering like how it sounded, the crunch, and just like, oh, it made me cringe. It was yeah. fucking terrible. Like like Jesse hit it, and I just yeah. finished the job. So I took it out of out of its misery. Um, what I thought was funny was because we you know it was it was late. We had finished recording, and then we had that fire watch talk, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we. So uh, I had my phone. I was listening to music, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go on the YouTube and, and type in the the Firewatch soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So the whole way home, I was listening to the soundtrack of Firewatch. <clears throat> and then yeah, I'm driving. Like Bethel said, I was driving, and then I thought I saw a tumbleweed. And at the last second, I'm like, oh shit, that's a raccoon! Bah, pom pom! I just hit it, and I'm like, shit! And and there's the Firewatch music. And then I'm like, oh, it's kind of weird because I talked about that raccoon that jumped. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like, oh, and I literally. When Bethel said, all oh, five minutes later, Bethel or Jesse called me, uh-huh. I was like, yeah, it was five minutes because I just stood there like, oh, oh, I hit a raccoon. <laughs> I hit a raccoon. <laughs> and then when I called Bethel, I was like, hey, I hit a raccoon. 
am I supposed to call somebody? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure, like, yeah. are you supposed to call and be like, hey, there's a dead raccoon and someone should clean it? I don't know. I thought I remember hearing something like that. But uh, after that, after I was talking to Bethel uh, on the phone, I told him, hey, stop by the house because I think we, I might have blood in the car because I started smelling blood. Uh-huh. And I was like, shit, that sucks. But no, when we drove up, looked, no blood anyway. Uh, the urine. So, yeah. I had a... Uh, fucking, um, I'm pretty sure I hit a um, skunk once. Ugh. Yeah, and it fucking stank bad for like a few weeks. The oh. car, just the, all around the car, you could smell it. I was like, fuck, man, it was bad. Yeah. I was thinking that. How would it be if you hit a skunk? You know, mm-hmm. It's uh, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it's not cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was younger, when I was like probably like 12, 11 years old. Uh, we were coming back from Mexico with my family, and there was like um, on the road back. We were still in Mexico. There was just this giant flock of pigeons flew across the, the street, and then my dad hit one of them, and then you just hear me yell, ah! like a fucking little girl. And then uh, <laughs> the, the pigeon got stuck on like under the the, the windshield wiper, uh-huh. and it was right there. And then my dad just turns on the windshield wiper, and, like, <laughs> and it just flies off. And, like, but uh. But, uh I, like they made fun of me for the longest time because I yelled like a, such a little girl because I didn't it fucking scared the shit out of me. But I, I yelled like a little girl. <laughs> like right away I yelled I was like ah and then like just fucking shame fucking came into me and just like, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's great. I don't know if they remember, but they made fun of me for the longest time. <laughs> Not a shitty week. It was a, not a shitty week, but a boring week. Mm. So that's, that's about it. I, 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 it's my week started off by, by with murder, <laughs> <laughs> vehicular homicide. <laughs> I did it. Bethel finished the job, so you're complicit. You're, you're yeah, you're an accomplice. Yeah, what about you, Jesse? What's up, fool? Um, you killed a raccoon. Yes, we know. I killed. Yeah. <laughs> um. Started off the week. I got sick. You do? Yeah. yeah. I got I got sick. Right from all I'm making out, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it sucked because, like like we said, we recorded that Saturday. Um, it was a busy week for me. Um, I was gonna edit the, you know, I was gonna edit this podcast on Sunday. I didn't. I was gonna do it on Monday, but I was I had other things I had to do. And then we we streamed. Uh, we ended up streaming. Oh, yeah. Me and Bethel ended up streaming Street Fighter uh, Five, uh, but we did Ultra Street Fighter Four first before going into Five when it released at nine o'clock. Um, so that was fun. It would just became very annoying when we got to Street Fighter Five. We didn't know how to <laughs> how to connect the legacy controllers, like be able to use our PS3 fight sticks. So people were waiting, and we had to be like, "We'll be back when we figure this out." Because, <laughs> but you uh, guys. Right, so, but your your main <coughs> issue was you couldn't get a second one, right? Like, okay, I, I figured it out, and this is what it was. It was working. I just didn't know that um, when you. It's very easy. You just plug it in, controller one, hit a button, you're good. Plug in two, it assigns it, you're good. But it doesn't control anything because only player, player yeah. one controls everything. Oh, okay. So while I was doing that, I could have sworn player two was controlling it. And I was like, it's not, it's not connected. It's not yeah. connected. So we we're trying to figure out and I forgot what it was 
there where I was like, oh no, I, it just clicked to me that that's what it was. Player one is the only one that controls up until you pick versus mode. Yeah. And then so from there we ended up playing. We didn't get back on till 945 yeah, and we, we lost a couple people. That sucked. Oh, yeah. That sucked, but I actually ended up hearing that a lot of people rewatched our broadcast for oh, past because yeah. you, you know how I told you it saves. Yeah, people watched our past broadcast. Oh, nice. So I well, was it like, says like it has how many viewers? Yeah. Oh, nice. So people did That's a couple cool. of people watched our past our past broadcast. So I was like, sweet. I want to watch it to see how it is. So yeah, um, doing I don't know like what how uh, like uh, I had fun on the streams yeah, when cool. we did Street Fighter. That was really fun. Yeah. Um. I found it funny playing ultra street fighter 4 and then we're like yeah you know just playing and then when it came to five and like we're trying to figure out so we got serious and stopped talking <laughs> and it was just more like fuck okay we're figuring this out oh you beat me i beat you yeah, yeah. i'm fuck. i don't know like we, we you can tell when we when we get frustrated yeah. is when we're quiet and then i think i said i was like when we're quiet we're frustrated <laughs> it's um, like so don't worry yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if anybody in the chat would be like, why are you guys so quiet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, And then I went, I worked the next day, and then I had, like, I could feel like I had a sore throat, and then I was just sick the rest of the couple of days. I'm better now. I'm, like, mm. 100%. But being sick and then pushing pushing the podcast editing to the last minute. So Tuesday, I had to edit from when I got home at 8 till 3 in the morning. I went to bed, woke up at 7, and then the... The day I posted up that image that it was up is when I finished. So, I, yeah. And being sick, I was like, ugh. But then I had to meet a friend, my buddy Todd. And uh, I was just like, he's like, oh, let's hang out. And I was like, I don't want to postpone because I had to postpone on him one time. And I was like, fuck it. Hey, you want to go get pho? <laughs> Dude, I ate that pho. I just was like, I never finished the pho that we get uh, here in Oxnard. Mm, That's yeah. really good. Then I just packed it with all kinds of stuff. You went through this one right here? Yeah. Oh, okay. I went there. And big bowl, packed it with everything. I even bought like the little egg roll wraps. Yeah. But that ate that. Finished the huge bowl, and I was like, I'm still hungry. I want some more. <laughs> um. We'll talk about later plates in Street Fighter. I have a Retron Five. I ended up getting one of those mm-hmm. to play some of my old uh, mm-hmm. NES Super NES cartridges. It amazes me how much fun I still have with Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, but then I found out you can play the Japanese games on there, but then download a translation patch online, put on an SD card, and play the translated version. So you can play that. And I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Then I found out you can do more than just translation patches. You can play games that never released in America. So I tested it out with the never released Star Fox 2 for the SNES that Nintendo ended was up canceling. Finished though, right? No, it was finished. The story behind um, Star Fox 2 was they were making it for the Super Nintendo and they were complete, they were done, and Nintendo canceled it because the N64 was about to come out and they thought it would have been embarrassing to have a flagship title release on an older system. Mm. So they canceled it, and either they were already working on, or they started work on Star Fox 64. Mm-hmm. So this was a whole new Star Fox. It had like a strategy edge to it. You can choose your character you want to be the pilot. You can choose your co-pilot, or it randomly chooses your co-pilot. Mm-hmm. And you, the maps, or the space maps laid out, 
Um, all strategic wise, like things are attacking your base, which you can take them out before they reach you, and then go to certain areas and certain do certain missions, take out certain area, um, take out certain bases. All that I was playing it, and it felt really cool. It, it like <clears throat> fans found it. Uh, someone who worked on it, I want to say around 2000, 2002, released the build that they had. First day it was released an unfinished build, and then I think they re released a full finished build that was in Japanese. And fans translated it, and that's the one I played. Mm. So I was able to play that, and I sent it to Beto, and I was like, dude, I'm playing Star Fox <sighs> 2, and it's awesome. I mean, that, how it was, you know, with the FX chip and stuff, I'm pretty sure people, younger kids or anyone, wouldn't be that impressed with it. But I thought it was cool because it is a, the look of it, I haven't gotten that far. It's like completely finished, and it's just something that makes no sense that it didn't release, or it hasn't released now as a, like, virtual console download, mm. like, Hey, 10 bucks, buy what never came out, and you can play it on your Wii U or whatever. But I got to play that, and then I decided, hey, I'm going to see if I can download more stuff that never came out in America. And I ended up downloading Super Back to the Future 2, which only came out in Japan. And here in America, we got really crappy Back to the Future games. Mm -hmm. Back to the Future 2, Super Back to the Future 2, it's really good. You get to be Marty in the hoverboard and collect coins. And then, like, cops shoot you. So you got to take them out. So far, I haven't played that much. I've been waiting for Bethel because Bethel's, like, a big uh, Back to the Future fan. So I don't want to play that. Yeah. That's, yeah, I remember saying... <clears throat> I had no idea that they, they uh, that game was... There was, like, there was a Japanese existed. game? Yeah, like, a Japanese version of it. And it looks way better than... <coughs> like, oh, hell yeah. Better than the, I found out by the, watching uh, Angry Video Game there. Yeah, that's where I found And it. that's when I found out about it. I'm like, holy shit. And it's really cool. It's, I mean, as a game, it's it's fun and it's okay. But compared to the other ones, it's awesome. It's yeah. amazing, you know? Like, compared to the, the ones that we ended up getting here in America. Um, but yeah, I've just been on, like, an old retro game kick with the... Playing some Super Nintendo games, Sega Genesis, and playing it on, on your TV in HD. It's been really fun. I've been There's the options when you play it on, like, this. this like, uh, do they have, like, the whole um, visual options and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. Like the, what, Super 2X Eagle, you know, like, those filters? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 like that stuff. Yeah. You can even do it, like, if you pop, if you pop into Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. You know how when you used to play, like... Uh, Game Boy games on, on your Super Nintendo with the Super mm -hmm. Game Boy. Mm -hmm. It even lets you put those borders if, okay. if certain games had like borders or certain designs when yeah. you play their games. So it lets you do that. Um, <clears throat> but all, all in all, it, I downloaded the translated version of Sweet Home and Clock Tower. So I have an English version of Clock Tower that never came out in America. You know, I buy these, I'd buy these games, you know, I'm not here to say like, hey, download illegal ROMs. I would buy them, but I'm not gonna buy a hundred and fifty to two hundred dollar copy of, you know, Clock Tower, in Japanese. and then have yeah. to buy a Super Famicom in Japanese, and I can't play it, um, because I want it. Looks like an, an awesome game, so I want to play it. So far, I'm digging my Richmond Five. Uh, I'm enjoying it, and I ended up getting the special edition of Fire Emblem. Um, but I haven't really gotten to play the game. I've only gotten to play five minutes because every time I started playing it, I got called into work early. So <laughs> that really sucked. I really want to talk more about it today, but hopefully next week I, I'll talk more about Fire Emblem, the special edition. It's really cool though. So far, what I've played. Okay. So. 
What comes in a special edition? <coughs> special edition has both versions of the game, Rebirth and Conquest, including the... It down, everyone else can download it March 10th, but it comes with the special edition right away, which is... There's like a third story in it or something. I forget the title of the third one, yeah. Because yeah. in, in the game, you have to choose between two sides, the, the people who are your blood or the people who raised you. And then the, the DLC one is... Yeah, neutral. Neutral. You're, you know, so... I hear it's really cool. They say play those two first before you play the neutral one. Uh-huh. And I've been hearing a lot of good things about both games. Like this one's a little bit more story driven. This one's a little bit harder. You know, it's like you're nonstop battling in this one. This gives you a little bit more downtime. Not yeah. like a ton of downtime. You still get downtime in the in the other one. Yeah. And then uh, I guess for like a real challenge, you get the middle one. So. Yeah. All right. And that's going to be it. And we're going to take a quick break and have a word from our sponsors. So see you in a bit. Yeah, sometimes don't you feel like like playing like older games, like the retro stuff? Let's play Super Mario Bros. Nah, the new systems really don't have. You yeah. can't really play them on on games. You just have like Mega Man and stuff, but. You really can't play a lot of the classics. Did somebody say retro games? Who are you? What are you doing in my house? If you're looking for a retro video game fix, then Hypno Comics is the place to go. I'm still trying to figure out why you're in my house. Wait, Hypno Comics carries video games? I thought they only did board games and stuff. Not only do they carry comic books and board games, they also have retro video games like Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64, DS, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and even Super Famicom and Famicom video games. Famicom games? Yeah. They also carry Retron 3s and Retron 5 systems, which are able to play the Japanese Famicom games that everyone enjoys. Hold on. Before I call the cops on you, you're telling me Hypnocomics carries retro games and consoles to play those games on? Heck yeah, they do. And not only that, but they also carry third-party controllers. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. So if you're in the Ventura County area, make sure to go to Hypno Comics at 1803 East Main Street, Ventura, California, 93001. And while you're there, maybe you might want to pick up a comic or two, or even a board game. <laughs> That's awesome. Now get the f*** out of my house. Yeah, I'll go. You've got the PC news. You've got the PC news. When you're wondering about what you're gonna play, and you wanna stay indoors on a nice warm day, you just remember what we're gonna say, boy. You've got the PC news. Yeah, you've got the PC news. 
Microsoft was afraid XBLA would completely destroy console industry. Despite the fact that the Xbox Live Arcade grew to become an incredibly successful platform for Microsoft, it wasn't initially welcomed with open arms. In fact, there was an initial fear at the company during the early days of Xbox that XBLA would bring about the end of the console business. Greg Kanisa revealed that many at Microsoft didn't understand that Xbox Live Arcade offered different types of gaming experiences and as such wasn't a threat to the console industry. There was a legitimate fear that Xbox Live Arcade was going to cannibalize retail sales and completely destroy the console industry. That was actually a quote I got from one of the internal folks. The company was afraid that $5 and $10 price points would destroy the economic model of console retail publishing and destroy the industry. In light of this concern, Kinesis spoke that the importance in the communication both internally and at the company, externally to consumers that XBLA offered different types of game experiences and distinguished itself from the traditional retail product. So hearing about that, like what do you guys think about them fearing Xbox Live Arcade because of the price points? I don't know. I mean, it's it didn't happen though, right? <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen, but they feared that that was going to cannibalize sales. And like, I mean, like with with how it is now and what it's been like 10 years now with like offering other games at certain price points anywhere from 10 to 20 dollars i mean we just recently got firewatch for 20. yeah it didn't seem like it didn't really i think it would help more though it's firewatch and again we said we love firewatch um don't think anyone really would have bought it if it was a box retail copy for 60. Oh, no. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's the great thing about the online, you know, either PlayStation Network or Xbox Live. Times are changing. Downloadable experiences. Mm-hmm. You can have these experiences or different types of games. Yeah, times are changing. But, you can't, the, yeah. You can't, you can't expect, not every game is going to be worth $60. It's yeah. It's just not like that anymore. And people are more frugal with their, you know, with their dollars. And yeah, if you you can, you know, that's that's a, it's almost like a stupid fear. It's like, um, oh, if I saw this game, then this sixty dollars game won't be, you know, won't make it. Well, yeah. It will be if it's good. That's how I am right now. Like even just with like with the physical copies, like I'm, I always look like every couple of days for uh, Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's nineteen dollars. It's nineteen dollars. I gotta buy it. <laughs> right now, it's like it's fifteen dollars. I gotta buy it. But I'm just like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'll still wait for it for some reason. I just yeah. don't, don't want to buy it. Um. It's funny because it also shows how much they fear retail. They fear retail being upset about it. Pretty sure a big, a big uh, important thing about it was retail being mad and throwing their games in the back, not showing off their games, not giving their games uh, shelf space, all that stuff that they fear. It just shows how much they were f- afraid of shaking up retail or retail uh, probably also afraid of this new download feature. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel ties the consoles and the manufacturers, all them down into not, into not allowing them to be more free with pricing, you know, due to that fear. I mean, when, when you, you worry about retail, it just I'm fucking at the end of the day, look at steam. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, that works. So I mean, eventually uh, it works, but then they have all that early access crap and people just putting stuff up too. It's yeah. true. But the main, the, you know, like your, your main games are still selling and you know, there people would find a viable alternative. I feel like retail places would get, if retail decided to play that game, yeah, I would suck it away. But in this day and age, how people get their stuff with game, you know, even GameStop, Amazon selling digital stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Retail's 
you know it's to the point nobody gives a shit about retail as much anymore yeah. like yeah physical i mean yeah they do but there's not that many places you can go now where games are even shown off like that and have yeah. these huge things anymore yeah. yeah you have your fries and your best buy i think still has those kinds of things and you have games up but i mean it's yeah. just not you know it, it's a thing that i think long term they didn't really have to worry about but no. you know I don't think it changed a lot of consumers, though. I think it changed a lot of people thinking that if people see a certain price point, they think of it as something less. If something's being sold for 20 or a certain price, they think of it less than whatever $60 games are. And sometimes, to me, sometimes those $20 games are more to me than those $60 retail games. Yeah. But I think, not saying it didn't change anything, it changed a good amount to have people, not everyone, but they're more easy to try something new than yeah. be worried about oh it's sixty dollars i don't know if i want to try this new game because yeah. regardless you're not going to change you're not going to change the guy or girl who are all about men every year you're not going to change their mind to try something new if they're if they're used to that that's all they're going to do maybe that twenty dollar game will have them be like oh twenty dollars cool i'll try this new thing um you're not going to change the guy who buys call of duty every year to try something else that's not call of duty so at least it's it's there, and whoever wants to purchase things purchases yeah. it. Kojima interested in horror displeasure for VR projects. Hideo Kojima is interested in developing projects for VR, potentially in the horror genre. Kojima reiterated his thoughts on VR and expanded upon how excited he is of the possibilities of new VR technology and how far it comes since the early ideas discussed in the past. I've been interested in VR for a long time now. VR came up over 20 years ago. What was described back then is finally coming to our everyday lives, so I'm very excited about it. A few years ago, I tried the development kit, and I'm very susceptible to 3D motion sickness, so I couldn't do it. And now the latest technology I've been trying, it doesn't produce nearly as much motion sickness. I'm fine with it. A while ago, I was like, there's no way I can develop anything for this. I'm going to spend every day puking. That's not worth it. But now, with the latest technology, I'm feeling maybe more confident to, de to develop something. Kojima did admit that the technology still has some difficulties to iron out, particularly the size and the appearance of current VR headsets. <sighs> I don't think I can play P PT in VR. Fuck, no. I fucking shit. I was shitting myself playing <clears throat> it on my fucking couch in the daytime and yeah. sweating. And nighttime over here, closing your eyes all the time. Huh? And closing your eyes. Well, yeah, oh, I know, I know. Even in nighttime, with your eyes closed. <laughs> I just close my eyes. See, that's the funny thing. You wouldn't tell my eyes are closed when I'm playing VR. Yeah, I, it's just, you know, uh, it's one of those things where I'm not even. I, I got really nothing to say until I actually see the technology itself. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I get that he's excited about it, but he's seen it. He's actually gotten to use it, and you know. Th that's cool if he thinks that's something that you know that could that he'd be interested, yeah, interested in doing. That's cool. Well, he, he, he he said that it doesn't look that good right now, right? He said that the motion. He said that the motion because he's he's really motion sickness. Oh, okay. That before it was like ah, he probably can't develop for it, but it's gotten better. Oh, okay. But I think he's saying like how how quickly it's it's progressed over time. He could see it become better. Yeah, you know, that way. I still feel like it's gonna. I mean, even if it. You need, like, I mean, we talked about it before. You need to have it where people can try it. You need your casual person, to, someone who can't, who's not at like freaking E3, who isn't at a convention like San Diego Comic Con, who's not there. You need to have it available somewhere. I'm pretty sure 
Yeah. Best Buy is going to have an kiosk. Was it recently that some like <coughs> Best Buy's had a demo for something? Was it Street Fighter or it was something? I didn't remember last Did year. It? I don't remember if it was Street Fighter. But it was something. I remember you could go to a Best Buy when the 3D TVs were new and like put the glasses on. Yeah. But I remember when I tried it, they weren't on or something. The batteries were up. It wasn't working. Yeah. I don't know. So then right away, I was like, this is stupid because <laughs> it doesn't work. 3D don't work. Yeah. I just, you know, I. I really can't say anything until I actually try them. And even if I do try them, I still don't see it being more than it, like a niche product where, you know. Connect. It's not going to be a, yeah, I mean, maybe better, but it's not, I just don't see it selling systems, man. Surprise, I'm just, surprised Nintendo's not doing this. Didn't think of this already. <laughs> we don't know what an X is. Oh, it's a virtual one. Never mind. Hey, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, we virtual. But, we're not touching that but shit. But again, like, no. this is all I'm saying. We don't, we really don't know what an X is. I yeah. doubted it's that, but again, we don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's getting it in the consumer hands, and it has to be the right price point. And Especially we'll, if they're dropping it this year. Yeah, well, I've been hearing rumors. I think there's the CEO says it. The CEO of GameStop supposedly said that it's going to be announced this year or soon, pretty soon. Sony's gonna. It looks like in the next two to three months, Sony's having something to to show off stuff on the VR. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I don't know. How it, I mean, it'd be cool. Like once they announce it, they have have like like I just said, kiosks of a. Uh, Demos and stuff, and even just like a fucking like how like walking simulator or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. So sorry. Shit, walk. just imagine how much. I mean, if they, I would rather have this game have been built for it. I prefer games built around it. Yeah. But if Firewatch was built with VR, cool. just imagine how much more, like, immersive it oh, would have been. Yeah. Like, because even without it, we as we talked, we felt a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Emotions. Emotions. <laughs> It's like a weekly thing, how we yeah, say that. Yeah, we talk so much. <laughs> no, that's just funny, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure to say emotions. Emotions. He's listening and fucking pissed off. David Cage is like, what did they say? They talk about me again? He marks it on his book he has. He's like, again? He's like, I they're, have so many emotions. The over 20th the, what they're talking time. about. <laughs> he, uh, says Sony is bringing back Crash Bandicoot. Nekatoy's director, Randy Falk, said Sony is bringing back Crash Bandicoot during the New York Toy Fair this weekend. Mm. In a video posted, Falk says that the company has a lot of stuff going on with Sony. The toy director continues to praise Sony and its titles, saying, I see they're bringing Crash Bandicoot back, so there's some great stuff there. Because they were showing off, I guess they're doing like Uncharted Nekatoys. Yeah. But then it was updated. It looks like Crash isn't coming back after all. At least not in any way NECA is aware of. In a statement to GameSpot, NECA Toys representative said someone has misunderstood a comment made by director Randy Falk. Apparently Falk saw a faked fan-made image and was speaking of a hypothetical scenario if the game were coming back. In which case, NECA said it would love to do its figures. So he got in trouble. Mm -hmm. They had to backpedal. And they're like, oh no, I saw a fan thing, and it would have been cool. Like, why? I mean, why? Why do people do that? Like, oh, I saw this, and like they don't, they don't confirm I, the fucking source. Well, here's here's the thing. I don't, I don't know how it goes down. I think they get these licenses. They get the image of what what games they're doing toys for. Like they got the Uncharted, and I'm pretty sure someone didn't even bother to say like, oh, Crash hasn't been announced yet, so don't talk about it. Or maybe. You know, he's a, again, I don't want to say anything, I don't know. He's a, he's a, got a company where he creates toys. Maybe he's not that yeah. aware of a lot of video game news or just video game that. And he just assumed that like, oh, I'm, we're doing toys for Crash? Cool. 
Oh, Sony's toys, cool. And he just brought it up. Oh yeah, so he's Crash is coming back. Probably thought it was. He probably thought it was already announced. It's like a lot of you know, um, actors or anyone just saying, you know, things they're not supposed to announce. Yeah, I'm doing a Star Wars episode twelve, and yeah. they're like, "What? Fuck, he said he's in it." Yeah, I'm Darth Vader's uncle. Something like that. So yeah, I can see that happening where like he, it was, he wasn't supposed to announce it, but he yeah, says it anyway. Like, oh yeah. no, he's lying. Yeah, it's like when Kevin Conroy was at a convention, like. I want to say this was like three, four years ago, and he said, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm being I'm being the voice in the next Batman game," and he was talking about Ar- uh, Arkham Knight, but what was coming out was Arkham Origins, so people were like, "Oh, dude, he's doing the voice for Origins," but it was someone else. Mm-hmm. But he kind of oh, I mean, everyone mm-hmm. knew they were gonna the third one, but it wasn't announced. Yeah, okay. You know, but he was already doing the voice work yeah. for Arkham Knight. He's like, yeah, I'm doing the voice work for the Batmobile. Yeah, he did, <laughs> and he doesn't fucking know they're doing an origin. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm doing the next lines. Batman. Yeah, that's all he yeah. did. He's fucking. He's probably like, oh yeah, I'm doing Arkham Origins, or no, sorry. He's like, oh yeah, I'm doing the next Batman game, and it was like, oh shit, he's maybe, doing origins. Yeah, maybe he thought. I'm, I'm pretty sure with animation, like things come out a lot quicker than video games, so it's probably like he probably thought it would come out a lot faster than it, than it, hey, it actually it, did. Just I mean, this is off topic, but like um, they, they confirmed it. The, the killing joke's gonna be yeah, uh, yeah. Hamill's playing Joker. Oh yeah, right? that's, that's gonna be funny. And awesome Kevin Conroy is gonna be the fucking, of course, Batman. <laughs> Fuck, that's, that's gonna, gonna be amazing, great. dude. Yeah, like is it's it already been made, or is it? I think they're doing the voice work and animations being done right now. I don't know how far <sighs> they are. I wouldn't be surprised if it was out by the end of this year. That'd be fucking awesome. I still, have to watch, I still haven't watched um. Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. That, that was cool. good. They did a really good job yeah. with that one. Batman Didn't they it. do one after that too, or that? Happened? See, so uh, just watch the animated Dark Knight Returns, and you can save your money on watching that shitty ass Batman vs Superman movie that Snyder's yeah. doing. Kojima says the idea that he makes expensive games and takes too long is a misconception. A lot of people say that I spent too much money or take too much time, but that's a misconception. He said, "My last project, Metal Gear Solid Five." was late about five or six months, but I've always kept my word on timelines and budget. For example, I do take three to four years to make games, but that's the plan from the start. Kojima explained that his personal involvement in various aspects of the game's development and marketing is what is responsible for the time his games take to develop and launch. I take a lot of time because I create my own teasers, posters, and I work on how to create the box for sales, he said. Japanese creators are famous for being loose with schedules, and I think people put me in that category, but it's not reality. In my case, I'm a director and a producer, so I have to stay aware of production and the budget. It was previously announced that Kojima is partnering with Sony to release his next game as the PlayStation 4. They are not controlling what I'm doing at all. That was part of our conditions, and Sony was very respectful toward me and what I do. In that regard, it's been very nice and very pleasant. But yeah. I think it's kind of stupid that people are like, like it's like directed to him when, um, and like money wise and all that shit. When like fucking David Cage makes Heavy Rain, that shit wasn't cheap, you know. What I mean? <laughs> or Beyond Two Souls was fucking. Had, he hired like yeah. eight, like fucking well known actors for that. That wasn't cheap either. So no, I, no, no. I think the argument it's kind of stupid. It's just like you know, trip. How many? How much money does any AAA studio fucking spend on a game? You know. Yeah, yeah. Watch Dogs wasn't cheap. Um, obviously, Resident Evil's. Six and Hitman were not cheap if both of them <coughs> were projected to sell like if they didn't sell seven or eight million copies yeah. you know, uh, in the first month or something like that or yeah. whatever those weird um, goals were then it was considered a, not a success 
it's just stupid. Rising prices rise, man. For yeah. you know, for and, uh, developing games. Yeah, yeah, you know, fucking Rockstar. I mean, what was the rumor for? Four? Was it five or four? Shit. I mean, it's not confirmed. Yeah, I know, but that I don't know how much, but yeah, ridiculous amount of money. And man. I'm pretty sure because. Rockstar, we've said this or in the past, but Rockstar is a company that does whatever fucking Rockstar wants to do, and they're given that leeway because they make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it just, but it just seems like it's it's a dumb. It's yeah, to yeah. me, it's like a he for was, people to yeah. question that. It's just like fucking games aren't cheap. He was more in the public eye due to the the Konami Kojima yeah. thing, and then everyone was just trying to wonder, and then that got brought up that he takes too much time and does this, and again, these were all rumors, and I think that's what started it, and because it was that, and, and, and the just, failing between the two, man, that's think, what brought it. And up. I think it's just yeah, better for him to take three, four years to make a good game than to fucking turn out a sequel to fucking whatever he has every year with the same assets and nothing changes you know yeah i mean one thing you can't say about especially the metal gear solid series for the most part each game was radically i mean maybe the core gameplay aspects were still there but each game was radically different in its own way yeah none of them felt like oh this feels just like the the last game but with it a, feels an, like an upgrade yeah, to the there game were things I that previously. changed yeah every yeah. And everyone there was an evolution it didn't <clears> you know you couldn't just go i played the fourth one i don't need to play the fifth one no, it's different. There's, yeah. there's things that are different. Um, and you can't say that about certain games out there like Assassin's Creed or you yeah. know, sports games or, you know, certain other titles like Call of Duty. Even Call of Duty, you know, it's the same. It's really, you know, like, you know I, I like those games, but when you release them every year, it's the same thing. Yeah. They just announced, I already saw the end of like, yep, Infinity Ward releasing Call of Duty game this year. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, of course you are. Yeah. But it's, it's funny how... It's funny how you bringing that up about Call of Duty, how that they're saying Infinity Ward when it's not them anymore. Yeah, it's just it's a not name. that team anymore. It's a name, but your casual probably your casual Call of Duty guy doesn't know that, doesn't know what happened, or, or didn't only know. knows of Infinity Ward because of Modern Warfare. So yeah, they yeah. assume that oh, this but is they, gonna be a good. What one. I'm saying is they don't know what I meant by that. Sorry, I, I didn't say it correctly. They don't know that it's not the original team. They just know oh, it's yeah, Infinity yeah. War exactly. from Modern Warfare. Yes, My yes, bad. exactly. I, I said that wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly how you're saying yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they make good games. <laughs> what was it? Uh, this week was the Dice Dice Summit this week uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, with Kojima and Del Toro were on stage, and Joe texted right away. I wanted to text it, but I was like, "Oh, I'm at work," because <laughs> I ended up seeing it live. But what did Del Toro say, Joe? <laughs> Uh, and if you haven't seen it you can find it on YouTube their discussion it's really interesting I started watching it but then I had to go to work but he says I'm not I uh, I'm not interested in making any games uh, with any other with you know something like along those I'm not interested in making any games and being a part of game development anymore except with this guy and he pointed to Kojima I'll fucking do whatever he wants (laughs) I'll fucking do whatever the hell he wants I'll I'll work with that so that was cool yeah yeah they're both like it's really similar, Joe. Because I heard them yeah. talking about the the anime shows that they would watch for oh, kids. Oh yeah, Spanish, like they had the same anime shows. Because in Mexico, if it was out over there, it was out in Mexico. That's crazy. I mean, if it was out in Japan, it was out in Mexico. It was out in Mexico. <laughs> and I remember that. I remember um, Duty, who's been on the show. Yeah. I remember when I was little, he would be watching shows. I didn't know what they yeah. were. So to me, at a young age, I thought there were because I didn't see them where I lived here in California. Mm-hmm. I thought there were. Mexican cartoons. Yeah, I didn't know they were Japanese yeah, yeah. cartoons. Like Dragon Ball Z, I didn't. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z took forever to come out here. Oh hell yeah, World yeah. World yeah. I remember seeing Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I remember seeing other shows that I don't think even got popular. I remember seeing them when I was like six mm. and didn't 
not even popular, but people found out about them probably in the 2000s. Yeah. I don't even know what this. I don't think it's a huge thing right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I remember he even shows like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It was it was cool to hear that. He's like, we're the same, we're close to the same age. I think they're like five year, four year difference. I'm, I'm not sure. I think you're really close, a lot closer. Yeah, I think, no, actually, yeah, you're, I think you're right. I think they're a lot closer in age. But uh, they're a lot closer in age. But how they started watching the same show, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Assassin's Creed may not have yearly releases when it returns, Ubisoft says. Yeah, and what's fucked but, up, here's what he, real quick, uh-huh. what's fucked up is they're going to release the next one. And just because Ubisoft already has this model, even with the extra year, it's still going to feel like what you already played. That's yeah. how I feel like it's going to feel. You feel like it's going to be? Yeah. They just don't know that Ubisoft is in this. This, it works to some degree, but there is a lack of creativity right now with them. Because like I, I mentioned it before, how each game, it doesn't matter if it's a racing game or a sandbox game or a first-person, you know, uh, shooter that they do. Each one, they generally have the same things, same elements. You have like unlocking the map, doing a certain thing, all that. Collect this, collecting these. a million different side missions. Whether it's Far Cry. Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, even the crew had that shit, and that was a racing game. And mm-hmm. there was still like unlocking, you know, to open up map. You still had yeah. to watch that shit. And so it just, you know, you know, they're in a, a, a creative, I feel like it's a creative rut. And they just choose to do that because, you know, they just assume that everyone wants more and more. And um, yeah, I, I don't see it mattering a whole lot. Probably less buggy <laughs> going this way, but. It's still gonna be the same. I mean, it, it shows that they probably see the numbers and see maybe it declining in sales, so it's gonna get pushed out yearly. And maybe if it doesn't get better, if it's every other year, that it's easier for them to kind of let it disappear. As in, like maybe yeah. two years go by and then there's none. And they just go, yeah, we're not gonna mm, do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then Watch Dogs takes over, <laughs> which is coming. All right, that's going to be it for news, and we're going to take a quick break and be right back with a discussion about Street Fighter V. Welcome back, and we're going to be talking about a game that came out this week, Street Fighter V. Get ready, fighters. It's showtime. Street Fighter V released on Tuesday, February 16th, 2016. And it was released with a lot of... How do you say, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm, Joe, do you want to elaborate how the release of Street Fighter V was? Uh, like a preview version? Or uh, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a 
A super beta? Oh, an incomplete <laughs> game? like Early Access. Is that, yes, it's a, it, it was a Steam Early Access game, right? That's <laughs> when it released. So, no, it didn't. As you can hear from us, we're not that happy. But before we get into the negatives, I think there are some positives about this game. And uh, for me, I mean, I think you guys will agree, probably the positive of this game is the game is tight. It's got good mechanics. It's got good gameplay. I'm enjoying the mechanics of the game. The gameplay itself is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. It is it's really, really good. It is... It was already running at 60 frames per second, you know, when we... On the PS3, oh, yeah. and, you know, Street Fighter 4 was, but for whatever reason, it feels more, even, like, more fluid. It just, you know... I mean, visually, it's there's more detail. I, I, you know, you can see it. They add... There's, like, more particle effects, I feel like, and they're more... Yeah, like, yeah. The shadowing's really, really cool. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, it's a, you know, it's really cool to play. It feels, you know, uh, how do I say it? It's hard to explain. Like the whole V trigger suit. I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it, you know, it feels fucking good, man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to play. No doubt about that. Uh, everything from, you know, playing all the way from Street Fighter 4 all the way to Ultra back to okay we're restarting and we're, re- we're relearning but you're not going to have to relearn a ton of stuff you you know the basics you're good to go let's go we have some new stuff v triggers your specials but critical you arts. feel like you can still get better it's like you learned everything and you knew everything from street fighter 4 but now okay we got five now i know the basics but there, i know there's still more i need to learn hmm. to get better at still this. Uh, very friendly to get into though. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it's user friendly to get into. It's oh, never yeah. And the V trigger system, like each character's, you know, because I know there's like there's the the counter right, the V counter, uh-huh. V trigger, and then the V. What is the other thing called? I can't remember what it's called. But um, it really adds a, a just a, a level of strategy for each character because each character's V trigger or is it the V trigger? Is it that thing? I can't remember. But it's it's they're different very different from one another and it's mm-hmm. used in different ways um and i thought that was really cool like it just adds a layer you know if you're good with one character there's that you kind of you know you, you're going to be good with them and you know their moves and you know their style but then that v trigger adds just like another layer of deepness you know in playing a character that you got to learn on top of that yeah, yeah it's not just about ultras and, and all you know and and the um the focus attacks it's it just adds to it to me and uh, i think it's really cool man that's you know, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I'm playing it. It's I, I still don't understand the V trigger stuff either. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't really looked into it. I just started playing online and stuff. It's been fun, but I mean, and granted too, we've just had it for a week. Yeah. So I mean, this is even when we played four, we're still learning. Yeah. So we played a lot of it, so we were even learning much. I didn't think after. I got good until like Super Street Fighter. Yeah. But um, there's something I want to play a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's some of the stuff I'm still trying to figure stuff out, like the I don't, what's the V the V trigger? What's that? Is it just more more powerful moves or or just different? Do you know the explanation of each trigger? Yeah, it feels like each like each trigger. I'm not sure. So I know there's the V counter because each character gets like a counter, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And then the trigger itself, there's two different things to it, but I know each one has something different, or it's supposed to be like that. Like I, I think, um, Ryu can parry. That's like a part of his okay. V trigger is, or I think the V trigger itself s- starts something. It's, it's, it's confusing, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I know each one gets some kind of a special ability, or, or somehow 
it, it changes things um, to the character when it's activated. And um, and I just I just know off the top of my head I know that Ryu has that. And sometimes it gives character a different move or you're added an added move or something. Yeah. And uh, it's you know I I haven't mastered it. I'm still you know each character you know, you get 16 different characters. So you know I think none of the characters have the same one, and none of them are really the same. So uh, yeah, it's it's. I want to say it's complicated, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It's not a difficult thing to trigger, and you just got to learn it and get, you know. It's simple, but there's a lot to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Like anybody can pick it up, and you don't need it. Yeah. Just if you want to have fun. Easy to pick up, hard to master. Yeah. Like yeah. Thing or something like that. A lot of people were complaining about how many people were roster-wise yeah. in this new Street Fighter Five. I liked it. Yeah, I I'm I, cool with it. I liked how many there were. About 16? 16, yeah, 16 characters. There's 16 characters. I like it. It gives me time to learn them. It gives me time to, to try each one. And I like all new characters so far. All, all the new characters, I'm digging. The small amount of characters. And we know there's more coming with the 2016, 2016 DLC. We know there's more coming. And it looks like it's going to be every month with Alex in March and then the rest coming later. Mm-hmm. But I like this small roster. I'm fine with this roster. It doesn't have to be a crazy Smash Brothers with like 30 people right away. I like it that it's just this. More tight, more compact, more people to learn, learn their moves. And I've enjoyed it. I don't I don't feel overwhelmed by the amount of people. And I like everything they, they've shown so far when it comes to um, player choice selection. And I get it. Most people want more, but yeah. I'm completely fine with how many they gave you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if they had like... If they started off at the giant release, like an Ultra, at the end, all the characters that had an Ultra that yeah. amount, I think it'd be overwhelming. Like, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. What I'd just stick to, like, the basic ones, like Ryu and stuff. And there you go. Like you said, you even now, we got all those over time, and then we got Ultra with all those characters. Mm-hmm. We still pick the ones we want. Yeah. We don't even touch we, the rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even the original race of Street Fighter Four didn't it have, wasn't it something around 18 to 24 characters? And then all, a lot of those characters you had to unlock by playing the game. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, your base release still had a smaller roster. You got to unlock characters as the game went on, but, um, and then they added characters, but it started from something, you know, more manageable. Definitely yeah. like 30-something fighters or, you know, whatever. So now we're going to get into what we didn't like with Street Fighter V. And I'm just going to start it off with right when you start the game, connecting you to servers, it didn't work. Yeah. Tried it again, didn't work. So you go offline. And I remember when we were playing online, Bethel, we just were, of course, we had no choice to be but offline. And then we had a discussion during it. And the discussion was, how long do you think they'll fix it? I said, I think they'll fix it tomorrow. I think right now it's just a ton of people because it's nine and everything. You were the smarter one and said, <laughs> uh, probably within the week. Yeah. And it That's did still, within yeah. the week. Is it better now or is it still? It is better, but it's still, you still, it's, okay. it's still, sometimes it doesn't log you in. Which so the online had a lot the online didn't really work it didn't log you in but also if you tried to go to what they kind of had for a single player experience it told you okay um you're not online so you won't be getting any of the fight money or you won't be getting anything you earn it's like why am i penalized for being online and then if i don't get that i have to go back online to get fight money to play a single player experience that has nothing to do with online to get the credit for it mm-hmm. which basically makes it an always online game and then exactly that's what i thought i'm like holy shit that's yeah and you need that fight money especially if you want to unlock characters if there's some kind of an issue where there's an outage you know you're screwed any anything you do on the game is not going to count yeah. towards that that you know that building that you know the uh, fight money to unlock 
a character or do whatever you want with it. So yeah, if the game craps out or if there's an issue with connectability, you know, or the network goes offline, no. you, it's almost like uh, you can play it. <laughs> you know, obviously you ain't gonna play anything online. But you can't purchase anything. But yeah, you ain't gonna be able to purchase anything. You're not gonna build you money. Can't build money. You can't do any of that stuff. So yeah. And that won't affect any type of Evo tournament play because they're just gonna be playing the game. They're, they're not gonna be needing to purchase anything. Yeah. But still. That is something where, with problems in the past with games that needed to be connected online, wouldn't you want to try to build your game to not even need it at all, but have have it be beneficial in using if you have online, but not? I mean, again, it's just fight money stuff, and it's just like that. It doesn't affect the core gameplay. Mm-hmm. It won't affect their Evo tournaments, but in general, when you think of a fighting game. Like this, online is more of a special feature instead of a necessity. Because it's always been like that. Arcades, it works and it's there. Mm -hmm. When you got them home, it works and it's there. You can play against the computer or you can play with your friend that came over. Now it's connecting the server. You wait about a couple of seconds. Doesn't work. Okay, but you can't earn anything. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah, this is another one of those. This is the whole pay to play instead of free to play is one of those those dangers of like the, the pay to play system yeah. whereas you know you're you know you're you're paying <coughs> x amount of dollars for a retail game and then because of the idea of the whole fight money and the grinding you're once you do that to a game mm-hmm. and you basically turn it into a pay to play or, or like you have that free to play model any game you play is basically always online it has to be online yeah, yeah. um so any issues with you know connectability that you know negatively you know that that affect your that ability to to play the game and to earn that stuff you know yeah it's going to affect your game you know you're not going to be able to earn that stuff yeah it just you know you can't have that and then another thing i wanted to touch on real quick was you know talking about how day one servers i think it was you that said at one point um what's the point of a beta yeah yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna give credit where credit's due it was cody Okay, who said that. okay, yeah. It was Cody who said that. I just repeated what he said, but what's the point of a beta if it's going to... And, and it, it yeah. was surprising because... And I think... I don't know if I told you, Joe, and I told Bethel. In this new generation of PS4, Xbox One, or what games aren't going to work? Halo Master Chief Collection, Destiny, Street Fighter V. I would have put my money on Destiny being an always online, having to play with other people. That's not going to work for a week. That's going to be crashing... But Street Fighter is going to be fine, and Halo Master Chief Collection is going to be fine, and those were the two games that didn't, that like that just shit the bed on release. Fucking Master Chief Collection shit the bed for like half a year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still from last last time I heard it was still not. How perfect. how I mean, well that that that's a different. I think Master Chief Collection that's a that is more that's fuck tr- ups on top of that, more fuck ups. That's true, but if someone's like. I bet you a hundred bucks or oh, yeah, something like you that. Would, yeah. You would, I would have said destiny cause yeah. that's the always online. And that's something so ambitious. They've never really done something like that console wise before that. I would have put my money that. Yeah. That's not going to work, mm-hmm. you know? So, and it just, um, yeah. But like I said, like, like what's the point of the beta then the beta was just nowadays. Like, I think like what it was saying, I think it was saying it was just, they're all just for hype. They're just for marketing. They're, yeah. For marketing. That. Yeah. What yeah. was the point of this beta? They had several betas to get you know to make sure that this was all running smoothly and um you know pretty much anyone that pre-ordered the game could access that beta so yeah, that was yeah a lot of people 
You yeah. know, and I know people were going to buy it that weren't interested in the beta. I mean, I didn't play the betas, but, you know, you, what was the point of that if, bam, day one servers are gone up, our servers overloaded. I was like, well, what's the point? You didn't even, did, did you not think about stressing, you know, the servers to see what that point was? I mean, you know, it, it's, a, it's basically the best, it's the most well-known fighting game. So, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, granted, granted fighting games probably don't, aren't selling as well as other AAA titles, but... You got to expect that one to do pretty well. You're talking about with story, you know. And oh yeah, with story. story. Jeez, yeah. that that was yeah. Okay, so like going back to, we find out on the Monday we start seeing the reviews, and I had already put, you know, you got it digitally, right? We all got it digitally. Mm, no. which is and again, I'm like, wow. <laughs> one time I go get a game okay, digitally. Let's stop real quick. Why did you guys get it digitally? I just I just want to know. I want the audience to know why you guys had to get it digitally because I feel like you guys had to or. Just explain it to the well, audience. You, you said it last week, right? I got it really... Ex- well, no, 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 it, no, it was a possibility at that point. Oh, and then okay, it yeah. out, uh, th- We had pre-ordered from Amazon, and I had, you know, Amazon credit. I expected the game. I never really noticed when I originally pre-ordered the game that it didn't say release day shipping. I, I wouldn't have worried as much. Yeah. I, I would have just been cool if I hadn't seen that report of people getting the email saying, hey, your game's yeah, yeah. not going to come on the day of release. And I was like, fuck. And that's when I was just like... All right, what do I do? And I was like, yeah. I, I, I was like, I could still pre-order, but I had that credit from um, through Amazon, and I was like, well, I, could, I guess I could pre-order, you know, through uh, I go to GameStop. But then I was like, so I just ended up, I had a, I, I had, um, I ended up buying using my credit from Amazon to get a twenty dollar um, PSN card, and then I got, I had some credit, I turned the game from uh, at GameStop and got had like forty dollars, so I bought three cards, used it. I was like, all right. It's Street Fighter, as Jesse had said. I'll just get it through the network, and uh, and you know, it's Street Fighter. What could go wrong? That's <laughs> my thought. And then the day it comes out, or the day before, I've already pre-ordered at that point. It was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday, the reviews start coming out, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I, I saw well, actually one review didn't even say anything, and then I saw the second one. And I was like, oh, there's no arcade mode. And I'm like, what? It's an arcade mode. The only way you can play this, you know, you can play this game. You can't play the computer, other than in story mode. And I'm like, what? Right, and then and part of yeah, me was still like, that, still like, okay, that's that's one thing that made me go, are you fucking serious? Is okay. You can do regular versus me and Bethel fight each other, but sometimes Bethel's not over. All right, cool. I'm just, just gonna do. I'm just match, gonna you know do me against the computer. No. Yeah. How, what? No. Why? Why not? Mind, why no? Why? Why can't I do that? Now. You can go to training mode. You can put that the training computer AI is um, can control itself, and you can put the level, but it doesn't end. Yeah, you yeah. just keep fighting, and it's not fun. Yeah, that's that's it's, exactly. There's yeah. no level. There's no like that that satisfaction of winning <clears throat> or anything. It just how hard would it have been to just add that extra option? Like like like. I just want to know the reason. I just want to know the reason. Why not have you know? You you look at a thing and you're like, okay, single player, you know, whatever, and just like a player one versus player two. In the, or player one online, and why wouldn't there be a one player versus a fucking? It makes yeah. no fucking I, sense. I want to know the reasoning, and the only thing I could think of is because it's online and you can play against other people online. So this is yeah, you don't need a buddy next to you. You can play all your buddies online or the people next to you. I guess that's what it is. But, if but you're I don't selling this game 
and as they were saying, yeah. we're making it user friendly. Yeah. What? Why would someone that's never played this and, and they're trying to enter this game? Why would you want them to play someone online? Yeah. I mean, that's the worst. Who's experience. gonna fucking rage destroy? quit and disconnect anyway? Which yeah. we'll get to in a second. But yeah. I'm sorry, continue was, your story. No, sorry. You're just gonna destroy them. So I'm like, okay, but there's a story mode. So I'm like, okay, well, there's story mode. And then I heard a rumor about story mode, which wasn't. I really couldn't find. I couldn't um, verify it. So I was like, okay, well, there's story mode. And I was, I did notice like some of the story modes are only like three fights, two to four fights. And I'm like, fuck, that sucks. But I was like. I was like, I can deal with that, but then I heard, you know, the uh, a rumor about those fights, and I'm like, uh, I, I only saw it once, and I was like, man, that's probably not true. Okay, I, I just, so I was like, that's fine, and the rumor was that each one of those fights was just one round, and then I went and I, I started playing the game, and yeah, I was like, there were one round fights, and then right off the bat, in playing, story mode? Yeah. Isn't it like Each, two or three? Some are like just two. Yeah, there's two. Some are just Bison's one. Bison's is two. Is it's it? Two fucking fights, <laughs> and like, and um... Each one is one round fight, and the computer literally does nothing. Like yeah. Yeah. someone said that oh, you could, he's like, I literally won the whole story mode with a certain fighter by just round uh sweep the roundhouse or back the sweep fucking kick back sweep yeah, the hard kick. Like yeah, he's like that's all I did, and I won the fight. And I was like, yeah, I, these fucking there was nothing. And I'm like, and I I started with one character, and I'm like, okay. And I was like, I'm gonna time myself. I was like, fuck, that was fast. And I, and that's when I sent you that text. Like, I beat story mode with so and so in three minutes. Three minutes. And now, I was skipping cutscenes, and I was just like, that's, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know? Now this time when you when you <clears throat> text us that we were playing, and then we were already off streaming, and I and I told Bethel I was just like, you know, how how long have we had arcade mode, in games in general, fighting games, a long time. Mm -hmm. They're probably doing something different, you know, even though those are three minutes or as you say, it's each character. Maybe it stretches out, right? Maybe it becomes you play each one. My, you know, they're doing something different. That was my, my guess. I'm like, I don't know why Joe gets all mad uh, uppity right away. But then I played story mode by the third one. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't fun. Yeah, same that fun. Like I saw the. It's cool to see it. the little picture anime stuff, like yeah. the images and like a story to it. But what I don't like is that it does say more stuff gets added on as characters come out, and then it shows Ibuki. Then you see Sakura. You see these characters that even her, she hasn't been announced. Ibuki has, mm -hmm. and it's like more. It's like oh cool, I'm gonna fight her next. No, that. So those ones that are just two rounds looks like once those characters are out, that will add to the story. But, but still, but still. Even if it's when it comes down to it, Street Fighter Five is stuff promised for later. You're paying for stuff now that's promised for later. That Sounds seems like, like a it's a pass. it. Even though they're not charging you for those, they're charging you for the characters. But it seems like every game is doing. Hey, it's coming later. But give us sixty dollars. Yeah, and then you find out. And I told you today, Toys R Us. This Sunday, we're recording on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Toys R Us selling Street Fighter Five for fifty bucks. Yep. Some fucking executive's kid probably played it and it was like, "Fuck, this is fucking terrible." And I was like, "Fuck, we just sell it for cheaper." <laughs> that probably didn't happen, but I'm just, you know, choking around about that. But yeah, it just it doesn't make it did not make sense. And I mean, you could try to. Ra I was like trying to rationalize, and I was angry. But like the next day, I was like, "Okay, well, maybe it's not that bad. Let me try to rationalize why certain things would be omitted." I couldn't come up with anything. And I mean, I fucking like Yoshinori Ono and yeah. all that shit and everything. He apologized. But I wanted to fucking punch him on in the Twitter. <laughs> I probably would have if I fucking saw him. I was like, I'm, the, I, I w I'm not going to let... 
I'm not going to be like, oh, hey, man, the, you know, it's a great, you know, I know it's coming. It's cool. I'm not going to suck his dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seriously, that's what I'm going to say. I mean, it's not cool, man. I don't care how much he's going to push it. And I get you want to push. You're trying to, um, you know, to release a game and the state is released like like it is right now is basically going against everything we've been talking about for months mm -hmm. about how yeah. games are released, you know? Yes, the, the gameplay itself is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. No doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But omitting modes that are just, you know, to really increase... That, that ability to have fun, you know, it doesn't make any sense. The only thing I could think of why it's in the state it is right now, and even though this is, I feel the reason, again, I'm not sure. I think it's for EVO players, people who are going to play EVO to start training now, but not everyone's playing EVO. Not everyone's going mm -hmm. to train for EVO. You can't release... A game in the condition that Street Fighter's in for that amount to promise stuff later. Look, I love Street Fighter, but it's not getting a it's not getting a buy for what it's doing. Even though that's your intentions, that are intentions that are unfair to your consumer. Yeah. It's unfair to the people who are buying it. And I don't care if it's for evil players. Cause it's not for that this is a fighting game you play with your friend and that's what street fighter has always been for me and again for having to force people to fight other people online and you're right like you said newcomers are going to be afraid of it they want to try to bring newcomers in but you're pushing them away because they're going to be like they, they're going to fight these people who are going to either rage quit out or fucking beat the shit out of them and then they're like i i, I'm, I don't want to keep playing i get it you're forcing people into doing it and they're gonna get better. But again, how many people are just gonna stop? I just feel bad for the people that are by the game, open it up, not knowing, just going off of the name Street Fighter, the casual person. Who, who loves Street Fighter the, yeah. and they remember playing it on the SNES think, oh, or Genesis. Is be cool. I know people that were like hitting me up, like, oh man, Street Fighter, oh, I'm gonna yeah. get that. And put this on, and then they go, what? And they're gonna literally look at the options and what they can do and just be like, what the? F what the fuck is this? Yeah. Scott and Scott was thinking about getting it for PC because it's cross-platform on PS4. And I told him, you know what, dude? Wait till June. I told him the same thing. Yeah, I, I told him, listen to this episode because we're going to be talking about it. But just wait because then you'll probably have a more complete game in June maybe. That's mm -hmm. my guess. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Which will probably by that point be selling for thirty nine dollars <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and if just, the and sales the decrease, they have to. Yeah, and it just it sucks that... Um, like, uh, to the, just, you know, they're like, oh, we didn't have time or we were focusing on this or that. You mean to tell me? And even if you didn't have an arcade mode, I'm like, for whatever reason, which is fucking beyond me. Well, we got our story mode. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's coming. Our cinematic story mode. But even without an arcade mode, the fact that you couldn't just at one player versus computer just makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. You need and no, like, way to ramp difficulty. Like, those, those battles, like, when I, the story mode battles... I was thinking, I saw some, like, I saw the little um, tiles underneath each one. I was like, oh, so you can redo it again, like, in a harder difficulty? Because I noticed there was, like, no, mm. not really anything that changed that. And you can like, no. change the difficulty in survival mode. Yeah. That's, I mean, which they is don't even have a time attack mode, do they? I didn't notice anything. I, I just... I don't think they do. No. I mean, you put stuff on there, I just, it made no, it just... Mm -hmm. You think they would uh, learn after fucking selling incomplete games with a Street Fighter Cross Tekken? Fucking, like... Four times no, the game that had, we're I think it had right those now. modes compared to yeah, the it had all 5. that shit. Twenty something. It had I think it. it had twenty something characters in that game, and it yeah, it there was shit locked away, and that was bullshit. 
but compared this to what worse. fucking this is this is yeah much worse because uh, you're, you're taking but, away modes that are just you they're, they're always there yeah. you know uh, Bethel, you've played more of the online mode. Can you elaborate and talk more about it? Um, <clears throat> there's a few good things in it. Uh, something I like is um, when you're looking for online matches, it takes a little longer, but you can pick uh, the uh, the strength of your signal. Mm-hmm. So it could be like five a uh, five rating. There's one between one and five. So I just go straight to five so I can get the best rating. So I don't be uh, like so much lag or any lag at all. That's what I thought was really cool because you could just you could just limit your matches to like good um yeah good, good uh, uh, connections yeah good connections That's cool. but one thing that i really hated was um i probably played like 10 matches and maybe one half of them but three times they rage quit at the very last second when i knocked them out on the on like my second win and then though those wins don't count and i don't get any points from i, I think that's fucked up and they don't get punished for it yet mm. but i don't i don't think that's gonna get fixed for a long time they said they i read something saying that they're already on it they're working on it but that but again didn't is say when bullshit then. How do you? How was do you there? Not? Was there? I don't know. You played more Street Ultra Street Fighter Four online than I did. Was there penalties for people rage quitting? I had never experienced it. I don't. It never happened. Like I think rage you got quitting. a loss. I think. I you, think it was, but I don't remember. The, I don't remember it happening. Wait, you you got a loss? Like if I played and someone rage quit, I got the loss or they got? The no, no. The person that the rage person, quit yeah. got the loss. Oh, okay. If they disconnected, I think, or it would. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the fuck happened. I think it would continue the game, or and you would just. Oh, I think you fight the computer. I think that's what it was. Or is that Madden? Madden does that too. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I know there was... there. You couldn't just rage quit and nothing got counted. Like, there was something that happened. And, it, and that's, again... I mean, how you, you, you tell people to play online... <laughs> yeah. You're just kidding. Or, yeah, rage quit. It, nothing happened. And then he's like, sorry, we're, we're working on it. It's like... I get it. You can't, you can't release a game and be like, this isn't done yet. We're working on this and we're working on that. You wait till it goes out. You wait till you hear the complaints, and then you apologize. But no penalty for rage quitting. That's, yeah, that's just ridiculous. Man. But here's the thing: when it comes down to it, it sucks that a PlayStation 4 2016 game is incomplete, and I could do more with the fuck. I think it was what 2010 2011 version of Super Street Fighter 4 for 3DS. That's true. So all in all, if you're ta- if you're talking to to somebody, what would you, Joe? What would you tell them? I would say wait. If unless you're a huge huge Street Fighter fan, who really likes playing online, if that's your thing, uh, then by all means get it. But if you're not, if you're, you're you're new to the series or you just you know you find you like to play through games, you know you expect an arcade mode, you expect a fully <clears throat> full you know fleshed out retail game i would say hold off for at least the march update if not longer i don't even know if they're adding a arcade mode in march did they even say anything about no that? just a cinematic story mode Fuck. all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'd say if, if you're a if you're just a casual fighting game fan don't get it because there's really i mean there's only on, online that's going to be um you're going to be able to play with somebody else i mean you could play play Two players, but you can't. Yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah, you can't yeah. play with the with a computer. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no story mode in it. I'd say, wait. But if you are a fan of, of uh, fighting games, I'd say definitely get it for the online, especially if you like playing online. Um, other than the rage quitting, hopefully it gets fixed soon. But yeah, I I would say get it if you if you really into playing online fighting games. Um, I would have to say, unless you really, really, really love Street Fighter. 
get it if you just need it. If you need it and you know this and you're still going to get it, do it. But for anyone else, honestly, wait. Wait another year. Wait until you start hearing reviews or us talking about now it's worth it. Honestly, save your money. Because maybe I'm pretty sure you're probably right. By the time... It's by the time we probably say it's worth getting now, it'll be forty bucks. Yeah. Or, or summertime, Christmas. Time. Yeah, it's again. We've all said it. Gameplay is great, and it's it's fun to play. It's just everything that it doesn't offer and how limited it is in this state is very disappointing. And it's, it's the curse. It just seems. It's it seems the curse of the odd number. Here's no. the thing. But That's true. I hear out he, after. It just seems like this console generation is going to be known as the incomplete games that have been coming out or season pass games. Yeah. Like, it'll be. Look, PS4 is awesome. Gonna, Xbox there, One's awesome. There's going to be awards for season pass of the year. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be. When you look back at, like, Nintendo, you look back at Sega Genesis, uh, uh, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, all these systems. I just don't feel like you're going to look back on this generation and go, oh, man, when you had to buy season passes and when stuff didn't work when it came out and when, you know, it took months to get the complete game finally, that's not good for the industry and that's not good for consumers. And it and do I do I think it's going to turn around? I hope. But it, it looks like this might be the generation where we get remakes and incomplete games that we have to pay extra for because that's what they're doing so they could fund the game they're making. Or pretty much, if you're an indie game this generation, you're fucking awesome because you're giving us complete games and great experiences. <laughs> that's pretty much what it fucking fire is becoming. Fixed the firmware thing now. It oh, didn't did? bother me. I just it froze once. I'm fine. It I fucking still enjoyed it. I still enjoy uh, that. Yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to play it again because I'd rather take fucking a... choppy frame rate than a. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, like the same. They, they fixed it quickly. Yeah. 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 Quickly. <laughs> the thing. They fixed it quickly. It would have been, been quicker, but I think Sony and Xbox yeah, have, have to. They have this wait period or yeah. they have to check it out themselves. The like, updates, Jesus. Though. Yeah, for updates. Um, no, no, I'm saying for their, their own updates, they have to. For, yeah, they have to send it in to get approved or something like that. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, um, it, games are it's it, more and more games are, are are going from things that we own physically own to services, and that's what Street Fighter Five already feels like. It's a service. Mm. It's no longer a game you own because it's a service. You're gonna you pay this now, and this is what you're gonna get long term, and it's always online. And that's I think is unfortunately a shift that a lot of companies and a lot of games in general are going for. Yeah. Games are just going to be services. You pay to play them, but you're not they're not yours. Yeah, and it's scary. It sucks because I don't like that, but it's true. But going back to the uh, the curse thing, think about it, guys. Street Fighter One. Nobody talks about Street Fighter no. One, right? Street Fighter Two. Fuck yeah, everyone talks about Street Fighter. It's fucking started the street uh, the fighting game, like boom, really. Street Fighter Three, although a fantastic game. Yes, you're great. You're right. Third Strike. Wait, the but there's three number threes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Third Strike was yeah the like the, the one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it regressed. It kind of like you know it became that game that wasn't really like it was only for really diehards and the fighting game kind of like even it though it's for diehards it still counts it, as like no yeah even though yeah. it was a great game it was a great game yeah, yeah. but it was diehard so and they yeah, made a lot of they made a lot of choices that they had to it took those three revisions to get like the fact that they almost went with an entirely new cast yeah, yeah. those things that bothered people uh, as great as it was yeah it was a no for 
has revolutionized, you know, rev- brought back it the brought back game. gaming community. It brought back fighting games. Five, please don't be another three. <laughs> I mean, be another three in terms of gameplay, which it's already doing. Yeah, yeah. but a lot of shit that they're doing that people aren't agreeing with. So pretty much, we're more excited for Street Fighter Six. I hope so. <laughs> which is going to be a service that you pay fourteen ninety nine a month to play. Yeah, Ugh. it's a subscription service. You're not going to actually own the game, and characters are going to uh, five dollars each. Yeah. So fourteen ninety nine played just to play the game, but you have to buy characters too. Like about the skis. I wouldn't be surprised. That's why I'm shaking my head. But, uh, so, yeah. Street Fighter Five, you lose this first round. All right, guys, we got mail this week. And uh, the. M- mail we got this week is from scott as we've talked about before one of the members of i don't want to grow up but i got a podcast with the amazing t that i would say sexy amazing t-bone is what i would say who's also a part of that podcast yes hi uh, t-bone is about the um a uh i'm sorry man <laughs> i'm really sorry uh, Jesse just shoved his phone in my face and told me to say something. I had no idea what it was. I was really hungry and I was pissed off. So I apologize for that. Um, but you are, I love you and you are appreciated. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott's letter says, Hey guys, I was reading an article recently that Ubisoft sends teams off where their games are set, such as the division and Manhattan and underground areas of Manhattan. They sent the team and the creators even to for Ghost Recon to Syria or wherever it's based on where they raise cocaine dens with their special forces and ours. Do you think this makes games different as far as detail and gameplay environments? The company is willing to invest time and money into making sure that their game is accurate as possible or does it really matter like in fallout 4 it was cool to see places i have been to and they look like and what they look like after apocalypse how do you feel about companies jacking up the prices of season passes after it's been released because they say content is going to be more recently fallout 4 did this so did dying light is it justified or not and also real quick uh scott's been saying we've been talking shit about xbox one and i want to clarify I talk shit about Xbox One. You try to talk good about Xbox One. I do. Here's the thing real quick. Xbox One, I'm trying to enjoy it. I can't find anything I enjoy in that console. I bought Dead Rising 3, which isn't bad. Sunset Overdrive, which I enjoyed. And I got Tomb Raider. But nothing is making me want to play that console. And it just... Pretty much my Xbox One is a um, glorified Netflix and YouTube um, thing. You need to get that quantum break, son. (sighs) I like I like Remedy, over. dude. I like Remedy, and I'm it's hoping. Win you over. No, I, look, I, I love Remedy. Fucking Max Payne, Alan Wake. I have high hopes for this. I'm waiting to see. No, no joke. I have no judgments. Real quick on Quantum Break. I'm hoping. I think they're great developers. I think they're great creators. I'm waiting to see. But even if if this gets praise, and I pop it in, and I can't get into it, it that's just gonna piss me off. I'm waiting for Scalebound too. I'm so. just saying this much though. Alan Wake rhymes with Quantum Break. Oh, <gasps> is it connected, Joe? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You blew my mind. Okay, so uh, what do you think? 
you think that makes a difference in a game if uh, they spend money sending them to places and location scouts and stuff like that? I mean, it helps with the realism. Like, if you want real, if you're looking for realism in a game, and you know, uh, it, it helps. Um, sometimes it's fun just to see a, a, a you know, an artist's rendition, even without going there. Just kind of like with not a lot of, of, um, I guess, accuracy. Just kind of see them create something. That's it's fun as well. I feel like for for certain games, like uh, like the GTA games, even though. Like, you know, they use a lot of LA, like, oh, yeah. you know, like that idea and they yeah, scouted yeah. LA and if I feel for like games in like in cities and stuff like that, it's more important because you want, if you're looking for that experience, you want something realistic, but like, uh, I don't know if I care so much for like, I got the type of game like Fallout, which is going to be all post-apocalyptic. It's cool. The effort is appreciated, but I don't know. It's not really like that yeah. big to me. Um, I think it, yeah, I think it depends on the developer and you can have developers spend so much time getting details in wherever locations they are look you know Assassin's Creed does a great job Italy London all the places they go to but I still don't have fun with their games but I think their games look amazing location wise Mm -hmm. but it doesn't change anything as in how much I enjoy them or not and what about for season passes too Uh, season passes uh, I'm not I'm never a fan whenever the price has to go up for something if you announce a price and suddenly something changes down the line and you have to you have to alter that uh i i don't like that it's it's not you know great i i appreciate i, I guess it's kind of cool that like bethesda is allowing people to buy it at a certain price point for till march certain, 1st yeah till march 1st to um you know for those that want it but again you're 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 still trying to you're now you're kind of in a way even though maybe they don't mean it that way but you're like you better get it at this price to get the stuff that you don't know about and yeah, they did announce the first three packs, which it looks like really only one of them is actual, like, uh, seems like story. Like, I think there is some stuff behind the other two. One, like the robot, was it the robots thing? The monsters? They announced. And then the Far Harbor is the one that seems like story DLC to me, like real story DLC, like a, a chunk of something new. Um, they announced Automatr- Automatron. That's uh, separately purchasing it. That's 10 bucks. Uh, the Wasteland Workshop that is priced at four ninety nine, and then there's Far Harbor, which is priced at twenty four ninety nine. So if you buy it for twenty nine ninety nine, you're saving and getting two. The four ninety nine pack. Uh, someone was saying that they the way it looked like it seemed like a like the version of Pokemon in Fallout, like you could collect for real? monster. Yeah, something weird like that. Oh it's yeah, I saw that. Yeah yeah it's yeah. Cool. Yeah. But again, it doesn't like um. So they announce those packs, but then they're like, okay, get it now, or the price is going to go up. There's more stuff coming. Again, we don't know what that stuff is, and, and none of it's done. So it's, you know, you, you can call a season pass and do what you want with it, but then at the end of the day, you're still buying. You're, they're asking you to pay for stuff that you don't know what you're getting. Yes, yeah. it's nice to have a description now on what yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. stuff that you're getting with Fallout is, but as far as, you know, going for that or that, you don't know. It could be good. It could be bad. Yeah. Fallout uh, 3 had... There was only a couple, I, I remember reading that only a couple of like to like, I remember like reviews and stuff like that for some of the download of the, the content, only a couple of them actually got really good marks where people were like, oh, these are good. Um, four or uh, no, New Vegas, I thought people, I, I remember hearing people were more universally like they praised 
it was more praised the DLC for that game as opposed to three. Yeah. So you know it's a mixed bag. You know what you're getting at Skyrim. Yeah. That some of Skyrim's stuff, extra stuff, wasn't very good at all. Yeah. yeah people have said that too. Um, so it just you know, nah, I'm not a fan of raising the money. Price. Uh, I mean, you know, they're they're saying that they're adding more, so that's why they're increasing it. But you can still get it at thirty, which I think is cool. They could have been dicks and just increased it that day, but they're giving people time. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that. You don't know what it is, but Bethesda does have a good track record of releasing good downloadable content and a, and a, and a hefty chunk of downloadable content. But in general, it's never lazy. When when I went to get those point cards, one of them was to get the DLC because I was like, whoa, I could get it cheaper. But when I put it in and I was going to download it, I just stopped and I was like, you know what? No, because I wasn't even going to buy this in the first place. But now I feel obligated to buy it because it will be cheaper. But then again, I don't know, you know, I don't know how what it's going to be or, or what's in it. And I'm kind of falling into what we've said is like, don't buy it until you know what it is. Yeah. And I'm going to buy this without knowing what it is. So I just didn't get it. I'm not going to get it. I don't care that, oh, you could save money. And I know Jesse is just like, no, I know, but. It's more the principle of the thing where... Like, here's the other thing real quick. I'm, I'm kind of going back on what I'm saying, so... Here's the other thing, too. Um, wh- what was the overall price going to go up to? 50? 50? If it goes up to 50... Here's here's what I was thinking. Same thing you think, too. Uh, it goes up to 50. Uh, just keep your Fallout 4 game. Don't get any of the content. Yes. When they release the Game of the Year edition, trade in your game, which you'll probably... Because it's Fallout and everything, I guarantee you, you'll probably still get, like maybe 10 to 15 10 bucks even 10 bucks and there's your now you've got the complete thing so. yeah just wait for game of the year and you're right wait until you actually see whether it's or, worth your you're getting or wait till game of the year comes out that year then wait for christmas when it's 20 dollars, yeah. and you're good yeah so it just again you know besides let's face it i mean for the i think for the average person you, you could truthfully speaking fallout 4 you could spend a hundred hours on yeah, I don't have that time. I mean, I, I I hope I can get to the end of it, but even I don't have time to do all that. So for me, DLC, it's kind of like I mean, it's pointless because I probably wouldn't even get to it until next year, if even then. So for me, it's just like yeah, I, I don't, I'm not gonna get it. So. Yeah. All right, Scott. Thanks for the questions. And again, I'm the one who talks shit about Xbox One. But tell me what kind of games to play. God damn it, because I ain't having fun with it. Alan Wake, Quantum Break. Uh, you okay? You know what? I'm hoping Quantum Break. Killer Instinct. It's on fucking a fight awesome, stick. dude. I'm waiting for Scalebound too. But hey, Killer Instinct know, on a fight stick. Get it right, man. Killer I'm the one on who talks stick. shit about Xbox One. Joe loves it. Metal don't have it because you don't care. So I got two people talking shit. About Forza. <laughs> Forza Six, man. He says we we're, we're too hateful too, and I, I believe it. We are hateful. We're hateful men. We're twelve angry men, but each of Not us hateful. Have bitter. Foreman. We're bitter. We're bitter. For the injustices that the gaming, uh, that that uh, big big brother gaming has done to us, to the little people. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. All right, that's gonna be it for this week. Thanks for listening again, as always. You know, we're on Instagram, Third Party Controller Podcast, Twitter, Third Party Controller Podcast. Also, if you have any questions to ask us, just like Scott did, you can email us at Third Party Controller Podcast at gmail.com remember we're third-party controller podcast with a three i am your host jesse p.s lira with 
The Godfather, Beto Esparza. And the Roman Empire, Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. The company was afraid that five and ten dollar price points would ultimately destroy the econ <clears throat> destroy the economic economic yeah destroy the economic economy say it again economic economic destroy the ec- econ yeah destroy the econ <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Destroy the economy. <laughs> Fucking shit, dude. Sorry. <laughs>